Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. All right. Good morning, Chicago. I'm Ron Cowgill. The Mighty House team is on the air. Do you work on your $500 computer? How about your $5,000 or maybe $20,000 car? If you don't, is it because you don't know what you're doing? And if you don't repair your own computer or car, why do you think it's okay to work on the most expensive investment in your life? Are you really going to work on your home all by yourself? Why not give us a call and find out if it's something you should try? We can also help you put a game plan together so you can tackle that home project correctly. With a little help from us, we can make sure your most expensive investment does not turn into your most expensive mistake. Give us a call, 877-711-5611. That number again, 877-711-5611. And uh, we've got open phones right now, so get your questions in. In the first hour, we'll be taking your calls, and we'll have the Mighty House Tip of the Week with Rich Calgill. In the second hour, Mm -hmm. again, is uh, phone calls and clutter clarity with Robbie Earhart. And in the third hour... It's all phone calls. You notice no guests, no nothing. It's summertime. Nobody wants to talk to us now. <laughs> so I think that's what it is. Uh, you can join us on Facebook. Too hot out. No. You, it's, it's you poor fine. babies up there are getting some warm weather. <laughs> Mommy, it's hot outside. Yes, we call that Florida problems. And last month it was freezing cold. Uh, what a bunch of wimps. Well, just think of this as a like a, a polar vortex. Exactly. A, a, a reverse polar, yeah. a, a reverse polar vortex. Our temperature. I mean, they, well, I don't even know why we have weathermen down here. It's like every day, ninety-three daytime, seventy-five nighttime. Chance of showers in the afternoon. Uh huh. That's that's it. I mean, it's the extent of our summer. So. Yeah. No, I I get it. It's and uh, the dew points up here are seventy-seven, seventy-eight. That's so, normal for here, too. Yeah. So at night, I put my air at 75. During the day, I keep it at 78, 79. Uh-huh. And occasionally, like the, the hurricane slider, because uh-huh. that's a laminated glass. Yep. And when that gets too cold, you wake up in the morning, and it's like, whoops. <laughs> yep. It's all covered in, in condensation. Yep. Yep, exactly. But it's on the right. The, the, the water's on the correct side. It's on the outside. It's not on the yes. inside. Correct. But it's also Nice because it's, uh, you know, if I get up like today, there's no condensation on there. It tells me that uh, it's not that humid out this morning, so it's a nice day to go do stuff. Yeah, there you go. Like pick avocados because so, my avocado tree is loaded. Oh, there you go. So your bubbleometer yeah. is really just a, uh, is your patio door. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's because my other one got destroyed in a hurricane. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you know, you and can... I wrote that, and yeah. I wrote the company hoping they'd send me a new one. You know, like because, well, give them a little free publicity. Sure. Well, I had this anemometer weather station in Chicago, and we had a, a storm come through, and I registered it was a, a straight line winds. Right. So the wind it registered 111 miles an hour. Wow. Well, when Hurricane Irma came through, you know how the anemometer's got those cups. Sure. Right, and they spin. Yeah. Yeah. No cups. No arms. <laughs> all gone so i i wrote to, sent a picture of it to the manufacturer i'm like at what speed do these fly off sure they gone <laughs> no response got yeah. crickets 
You know, you can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor. $99 closing and Maggie Rad. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, tunein.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts or previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. There we go. Just like that. Nice. Boom. Done. Boom. That's right. All right. So now what are we going to talk about? We, we, we got the weather going. About three hours. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway. You and I so, is four, because we started early, and we always kind of like... Oh, me- you go on and on. Well, like, we like a couple early, of girls so, we are. I don't know. What is well, it? Well, today's a big day to me, because uh-huh. today is the 50th anniversary of actually stepping on the Yes, road. yes. And I am so upset sort of well i'll be honest i really don't give a damn because i don't like the networks (laughs) i'm so confused yeah well networks have done absolutely nothing cbs has run a little bit because they were really the prominent ones back then but Uh um i watched a really great show on uh on uh uh not what am i trying to think of wgcu the the public television okay um and they used all the in-capsule audio from the entire trip, they cut it down into bits, but then they supplied video, and if they didn't have the actual video, they did some recreations. Sure. Hour and a half program from launch to, to splashdown, all using their audio. No narration, no nothing. It was awesome. Huh. That was on PBS? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I wish I could get a copy of that, So, and I think I can because I can go right through WGCU is through one of the local universities, okay. Gulf Coast University. So that's their production thing. I mean, it was absolutely amazingly made, you know. Yeah. But the networks, what are they running? More of their crappy game shows, stupid reality, whatever the hell they are. <laughs> Yeesh. Yep, yep, yep. No, I know. And, and and I'm sure you were sitting cross-legged in front of your uh, black and white console TV like I was, you know, watching I, that. I do remember it. And yep. I mean, I've, I don't remember what I had for for lunch on Wednesday, but I remember that. Yep, sitting down watching that uh, in front of the console. Yep, that uh, that was. A or they deal. didn't go at all, and they filmed it in a studio. Sure, but whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I still get a kick out of that. Like, really? <laughs> Even if you truly think that, how the hell would you keep all of that secret? Right. You know, like, For... not one person slipped. Right. Yeah, and then and then there's and they did it. I think there's what twenty one or twenty seven people that have actually walked on the moon or been to the moon. And no, they all went to the same set. Yeah, they all went to the same set, and nobody talked. <laughs> none of the cameramen. The yeah. sound. No, I, I agree. I mean, it is funny. But, well, what's uh, happening? No, just... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. no. Jump on but, in. Jump well, on I was in. just the water's fine. Say what's happening with Area 51? Did that happen? Or... No, the guy called it off. But you I know, mean, talking about August or something. If things are real or aren't real, yeah. what's really there? Sure. What do you think is really there? Uh, nothing. I think the U.S. Air Force and the U.S. military have a training and a testing area. Yeah. You don't think there's? If there's anything good, it's at Wright Pat Air Force Base in Dayton. <laughs> That's where all the good stuff is. Why? 
because they hide it there. I truly believe that there's at least one good reason why you would not, even if there were aliens, which I truly believe in extraterrestrial life. I do. Because sure. the size of this universe, if there, if we're the, if we're it, it's a tremendous waste of space. <laughs> it truly is. And disappointing. <laughs> yeah. But by the same token, if you have somebody, well, think about it. If the dinosaurs were on this planet for 60 million years, yeah. or, 100, or I'm sorry, 600 million years, no, they've been gone 63 million that's a lot of time. We've only been around maybe 10,000. Sure. So that's not a long time to get your stuff together, right? Yep. So if we didn't have the dinosaurs, and let's say we were around for 1 million years, mm -hmm. imagine where you would be intelligence-wise and, and technology. Oh, sure. So if the aliens that fly around, they don't want us to find them either. No. Because we're too primitive. We're morons. We are a bunch of idiots. <laughs> we like to fight too much, blow stuff up. <laughs> We're morons. <laughs> we are morons. I think we read the article little... yesterday. You know, the Iranians are doing a blockade, uh, straight of hormones, you yeah. know, and all that over oil. Uh huh. And if I remember right, this is why you go to history class. That's how World War II started. We were messing with the Japanese, or doing the exact same thing with uh, oil embargoes in 1940, 39, and 40. And that's why they ended up attacking Pearl Harbor. Uh -huh. So let's just keep. Doing the same shit over and over. Whoa, whoa, hit whoa. Hit that button. Hit there that we, button. There we go. That's it. My bad. Yep. You're, you're getting you're you're getting too uh what would you call that? Wound up. Relaxed. There you go. I yeah. I heard Trixie in the background there. That's All it. right, I'll relax. <laughs> Change the subject. Did you get too much sleep last night? Apparently I did. I guess. Well, I'm going through all of my Mighty House emails and yep. I have one. Greetings. I am Mrs. Margaret Ko May Yi Long, Deputy Chairman, Managing Director, and Executive Director of Chong Hing Bank Limited. I write briefly to seek your collaboration in a multi-million really? transaction with good return for us on participation. Really? Oh. Excellent. So you could I be know. a millionaire. Billionaire. You could have millions. I know. I'm so excited. Are they Irish? Just send, this, just send the small deposit with your account number so they can wire you the money. It's Margaret Ko Mayi Long. It's Irish, isn't it? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to guess it's not. I'm very excited. I'll let you know after the break. All right, excellent. Hey, can you turn the board on? We're not ordinary people. Thank you. This We're more Mighty Thank House. You. Mighty House will return. You see this hammer in my hand? Yeah, I'm gonna find that sad finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, testing one, two, test, there we go. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the uh, Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Go to mightyhouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, put in your first, last name, email address, scroll on down, and click on Boom Done. Boom. Boom, done. Just like Boom, that. Done. Hey, right. quickly, um, Andrew, can your uh, thingy be any lighter? Uh, no. I was looking at 
if Skype had like an internal like ISO wheel or aperture wheel to affect the exposure, but what the heck is he saying? I, I don't know. But <laughs> just just go with it. But but just, no, I've people. tried that too. You've I, tried ISO wheels. I'm always zoomed out too far, so I try to zoom in. There's no camera controls, and I've tried the uh, the manufacturer's yes. website for control, and no, it's just a camera. So we need to bring in some LED it's lighting. It's basically the web camera within the computer, so I can look at the MacBook Pro and see if I can do anything, but. We don't have studio lighting back here, so I, I can't. I can bring my own lighting uh, if people really want it, but I, yeah. I, I can't do anything Daniel, right now. Does that answer your question? Yes. It. Okay. We tried closing the blinds behind him too, but there's still enough sun coming through there that, or light coming through that. That's why he is in. Uh, uh, let's see if this light works, but we'll see. Oh, you got a light over there? I think so. It have, hasn't worked have, in my time here. We'll oh see. well. Well, Rich, we, do you like, know any electricians? No. Oh no. See, just like this light that I, I so we had the same one. problem when when we do the videos and Ron sits in his shop yes. he sits there at his his desk slash workbench and behind him he's got this ugly bright light uh-huh and it reflects off his head and <laughs> it's just terrible <laughs> yeah I need glare stop for my head yes <laughs> you need to take a powder yeah, yes yeah, yeah I was gonna I was gonna suggest using some powder to yeah. do that because it can stop the reflection we yeah because I'm not pasty or you could get a piece I'm not pasty white enough let's put some powder up there too <laughs> <laughs> I will see what I can do Daniel I apologize that you can't see me as well I, I also have a hat on today which is yeah. probably not the best well what I can thing. do is maybe I'll, I'll bring a light to repair this one that's been broken now for a couple months I'll replace this one and then I can maybe take a look at the one on the other side, and then we'll be close. No, and then. <laughs> and then. We'll be a television studio by yes. that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, if you watch, you know, like ESPN and all those in the morning when they do their sports shows, I mean, yeah. the studios are set up like TV studios, oh, and they just happen to, it's almost like the radio is the secondary broadcast. Correct. Correct. For us, it's truly the primary, because. Yes. We have no makeup people or anything. Did we have a no. phone call? Yes. I, we do have a phone call. Who, who do you got on the line there, Andrew? Uh, Nick from Chicago. He's got a question about the Chicago drain system. He wants to know why oh. it is the way it is. Excellent. Good question. Hey, Nick, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Yeah, no problem. Um, the homes in Chicago are built and other buildings would a drain from the basement out to the sewer. Now, that makes sense, like if you had a, a pipe that burst in the winter and the water's just pouring out all over and, and it allows it to drain out. Otherwise, your whole basement would be filled up like an aquarium. Sure. But what I don't understand is almost always in reverse, water comes from the sewer in a heavy rain, for example. Yep. And back in towards the house, you know. Yep. And uh, I've had that happen at uh, one place uh, twice uh uh, within a few years of each other with these massive rains that we sometimes get. And what I don't understand is why isn't that built with a some kind of a gate-type show, like a big hand crank, old-fashioned type hand crank, maybe with like a bicycle chain-type uh, connection to the, a big... It doesn't have to be that big. Maybe a one-foot square uh, piece of metal that would maybe with a chisel in at the bottom so it would go down and pretty much like at least 98% shut off the axis from the sewer to the house. So if sure. you need it in well, reverse for some reason from the house to the sewer, you could then crank it up, you see. Yeah. Why, well, you why can, are these homes built like that? Well, you can you can actually buy a backflow preventer that goes in your sewer. So it's a check valve. It will only allow the sewage to run out of your house. So you cut up the floor, you put it in there. 
combined sewer systems were normal, and Chicago's not the only city that has them. Um, it was just the way it was put together. You know, like New York and Philly also have them the same way. But you think about when they were doing infrastructure in the city, right? You're, you nobody thought about running, yeah, thought about running a sewer for water and a or a sewer for rainwater and a sewer for sewage. It, there was only ten thousand people, whatever. It just why not just do this? They didn't anticipate growing to a city of ten million or whatever. Now it's and now the cost is just there's no way they could do it. Yeah, it's it's too prohibitive. So. The other side of it was um, prior to electricity. Also, you did you wanted everything to just naturally drain. So if mm-hmm. when you get into the older homes that are you know before electricity or right in that era, when that when not everyone could have electricity, you everything needed to just drain by gravity. So what they did was the basements you know, all just went to the drain. The drain was then lower than your basement. Everything drained out. Now with electricity, you can you can put check valves in, like Rich said. But if that does back up, you can't flush a toilet in the house because it's still going to back up in the house. So right. what you want to do is uh, disconnect those floor drains from the sewer system and have it come over and straight up into the stack, so that that way uh, that water would have to come up to the first floor level of the of the of a toilet or a tub before it starts to overflow. And then anything in the basement then drains to a ejection pit. And then from that, there's a pump in there that would lift it and put it into the into the drain. So, and, and that's the phrase we call overhead sewers. Correct. So, so even though it's in your basement, it may not be over your head, but that's the point of overhead sewers. Sure. And today, that's how they would build that. They Today, they would not put a, a, a the sewer, even if the sewer was lower than the basement floor, they would not install... Uh, you know, it directly in that way. They would always have a backflow prevention system with, with uh, you know, raised sewers or and, and or the uh, ejection pit. So um, I think it was, it's just a, it was a holdover from when there was no electricity, but they were getting, uh, you know, they, they were hooking up the yeah, sewer Everything system. was just gravity. And everything was just fed by gravity because that's just the way it was. So like where I live, it everything is flat. So right. you have lift stations all over uh-huh. and during like hurricanes and power failures that's a big thing is like the town i live in we have 35 portable or or trailers yeah. generator trailers and they run them right out to the lift stations and run the generators till power comes back on otherwise you're stuck <laughs> stunk and it's stunk but nope they do a great job yeah so does that answer your question there nick yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, it, it's it's not as easy as it looks, is what basically comes to it. And it's interesting with the historical perspective, if you want to call it that, I guess, of the yeah. time when there was uh, fewer people, that makes sense, but also with no electrical power. I never really thought about that, that electricity, we're used to it now being everywhere and backup. Some yep. people even have backup generators who can have right. installed uh, operating on natural gas, you know, which are fantastic. Yeah, yep. but uh, yeah, it's very interesting uh, the history of that. Yeah, yep. so there's no easy way out. In other words, no, <laughs> so no, <to> speak. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay, hey, the other the other thing you, you can nice do, show, guys. Yeah, okay. hey, Nick, Thank the other thing. Yeah, okay, cool, thanks. And then the other thing you can do in those floor drains is you can put a standpipe in there, so that mm-hmm. in the floor drain it just there's a, a rubber gasket. You shove a pipe in there. You drive that pipe in there, at, so that's now three feet or four feet tall. That pipe. Uh, but now that water then it doesn't work much as a floor drain. No, it works. It does not work at all like a floor drain, but it will stop that. 
And they also make little check valves for your floor drain that you can put mm-hmm. in too. So those are two other options you can do. But if you've got a basement seen, bath, it's still going to flood. Yeah, I've seen people just take the grates out of the floor drains and you go to the store and you can buy the the plugs, you know, where you right. stick it in there. It's got the wing nut on there. Yep. And, you know, if if, if you got a heavy rain event coming and you're not sure, I'd plug it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, but, sure. Uh, but that's the other side of it that you pointed on or touched on is that uh, if the sewers are backing up and you have that check valve in there, it means the sewage won't come in your house. Right. But uh, but if it's backing up, it also means you can't use your own toilets or anything <laughs> because that gate valve or check valve won't open and allow it to go downstream either. So Correct. You have to be aware of what's going on. Yes. Yes. So uh, there are there are systems, there are backflow prevention systems that you can install, uh, but you know, by the time you spend money on those, a lot of times you can just go ahead and um, convert to the overhead sewer. Con- convert it to overhead. Robbie's reading books now and during our show. That's how that's how engaged she Exciting. is. Exciting. <laughs> yes, Robbie. I was going to be on topic, but change it slightly. Okay, go. Um, what happens when somebody has waterproofing done in a basement? Now, I ask this question because my friend needed to have the whole basement Water. waterproofed, yep. and she was telling me all the everything that went in, into it, and I was hoping that you would talk about it. Uh-huh. She just had it finished, and then what happened? The sewer backed up into her. No, it leaked. They just had it done, and then this big rain thing yeah. that came, it yeah. leaked. And she was, like, describing everything that happened. And then she's like, the owner of the company came out or whoever, the manager, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But there was well, so much involved in it. And why did it leak after it just was just well, fixed? Well, first off, you can't waterproof from the inside. Oh, you can. Yeah, no. You <laughs> give it a place to go on the inside. <laughs> right. You do not waterproof. Yeah. So that's this is a problem we call sales. Yeah. Somebody sat in their house, sold her a bill of goods with a, oh, probably gave him gave her a guarantee. But no, you can't waterproof from the inside. You have to do it from the outside. Once the water's in, you have to dictate where it goes. So that's why they cut the the floor up in the basement along a perimeter and put a piece of, you know, a spacer in there and a well, drain tile and a pump. That's what they did. Yep. So yeah. it was from the inside, not from the outside. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So the fact that it leaked is normal. What right. they did is gave it a place to go and deal with it. Yeah, they did, they put a water management system in is what they did. That's Perfect. what Rich is saying. Exactly. <laughs> it didn't waterproof anything. Yeah. <laughs> so companies don't waterproof? Is yeah. I I'm sorry, sure, Rich. I don't know you if do you're being snarky. I can't No, I, no, no. I can't. He is and he isn't. All I one. can't tell. This Rich. is this is this is Rich two right here. We'll be back. <laughs> we can talk more about it right after this. Hey, Andrew, how you got it? You you, you covering everything there? Yeah, you, yeah, you, I'm doing great. You're knocking all the cobwebs off from last, missing last week. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. We're not ordinary people. We're morons. Why? Why must life be so hard? Why must I fail in every attempt at masonry? <laughs> it's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right. 
Testing one, two. There we go. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and $99closing.com and Maggie Rad. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. <laughs> Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Dot com. What you laughing about there, Rich? Nothing. Don't Not- want to go there. Just having a really good day today, I guess. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I think it's time for the Will Report. Uh, it is It is 730. Hey, Will, you're on Mighty House. Hey, guys. How you doing? How you doing? Um, yeah. Flooded basements are a lot of fun this week. Anyway. Yes. The, the thing I wanted to talk about was about 50 years ago today. Um, I'm a total geek of science kid, uh-huh. and it just freaked me out that we landed on the moon and man was on another planet. Yes. But you hear people talking about how, oh, gee, we spent all that money for a bunch of rocks. Well, actually, the amount of money spent by the federal government on the on the space program from Mercury all the way through them coming back to the moon, yeah, the total amount of money was one-third that spent during the same time period by women buying cosmetics in the United States. <laughs> so there's there's that to be considered. Also consider all of the stuff we got from that. Your cell phone, your oh. um, high-efficiency furnace, uh, your computer, uh, all this stuff um, would not be possible. Uh, well, actually, that's one of those things, too, Will, that's really cool is that, you know, they did this all with the computing power less than your watch or no, a Texas instrument yeah. calculator. You know what I mean? The, the computers weren't even that good. Back, back, in, back in the late, back in the late 80s, early 90s, I was actually on the mission specialist waiting list. And I got, I got kicked off as did a lot of people when Challenger blew up. Uh-huh. But my, I actually have the manual still that I was training on for the computer system on the shuttle. And, Again, you got like 10 times more power, if not more, in your cell phone than you did on the entire, you know, Apollo, uh, I'm sorry, um, uh, space shuttle uh, computer. And that wasn't mm-hmm. Apollo, that was a space shuttle. Wow. Remember, right. the reason why Neil Armstrong had to actually manually land on the moon was because the computer kept getting overloaded because yeah. it had too much data coming in. Huh. And uh, it was a 1202 yep. error. Yeah. And um, so just, you know, anytime that you look at anything pretty much modern today, it came off the space program. Right. And the beauty with America is that the companies developed this stuff for the government, but then found other uses for it, and right. they've been making money on it ever since. Right. And that's a great thing. And we, we sent it, it to the world. Right. So, and and um, we wouldn't have Tang. You know, we wouldn't have Tang if you didn't do that, dude. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Innovation always pays for itself. Always right. pays for itself. Um, we wouldn't well, that's that one of the risks now with you, uh, with the pli- private sector actually doing a SpaceX and all that, because right. once they patent new technology, it becomes licensed, they make money, but it doesn't get out in the open anywhere near as quickly. Yeah. Well, the thing that's that's interesting too, well, it does because the company takes care of it and puts it out there and comes up with products. The thing that just chilled my chilled my bones a year ago was when SpaceX had those two boosters that came back from the mm-hmm. launch and landed themselves uh-huh. on right. rafts. Uh-huh. You know, yep. and to, you know, I, I've read science fiction ever since I could read, 
but to actually see a spaceship coming down and landing on its tail by itself, mm-hmm. yep. you know, just computers, um, was just thrilling. Yes. And, um, you know, drones, everything, about half the stuff in my bag, thermal imaging, it all came out of the space program. Yep. And yeah. uh, so we should uh, not worry about wasting money on research and development. Right. So a tip of the hat to the space program from from uh, Mr. Decker. Yeah. Yep, definitely. All right, so cool. Have a good one, guys. You too. Thanks, bud. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. I got a, a side story with that, yep. what he was talking about. So I did a, a job in a guy in Tinley Park who, electrical engineer, but he worked on, this, on the space shuttle program. And I said, that's got to be cool working with all the newest technology. He goes, uh-uh. <laughs> They were using like 486 processors, even though we had like the new Intel processors or whatever. Wow. He said, no, they don't use latest technology. They use proven technology. Oh. So although it might seem backwards, it's they already know the particular chip or processors inside now. Yep. And that made sense. You know what I mean? When you think about it that way, but they do push the envelope with what they've got. Yeah. With, with the technology they're using. Yes, yeah. Robbie. Can we go back? Beep. Beep, 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 beep. Because we didn't get Waterproofing? To... Yeah. So you when you build the house, you waterproof it from the outside, but when you fix uh-huh. it, you water you fix it from the inside. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah. That would be a, a fairly proper statement, except on the outside when you build a house, you don't waterproof. You damp proof. They put asphalt based coating on the foundation wall, which all that does is keep moisture that's the dampness in the ground from going into the concrete on a heavy rain it saturates that concrete goes right through the concrete and then your basement becomes humid and stinky that's why basements are musty well if we waterproofed the outside you would not have those issues right and the other thing is older homes now we would put a, a 10 mil plastic down before we pour the concrete floor and <clears throat> older homes don't have that. So that moisture right. that's in the ground just comes right up into the concrete floor and then evaporates into the house. So that's why you get that musty smell in an older home that you may not get in a newer home that's, you know, been built from the 90s on. So um, the the whole water management thing from the outside, there are there are a lot of waterproofing systems that you can do. If and I mean waterproofing, it, not damp proofing. Again, big difference. So... Now, now let's go back to, you've got an existing home, you've got a water problem. Yes. Which yes. is what we're mostly talking about here is now what's the most cost effective way to manage that water that's coming in? Yes, you can dig up the outside, get rid of all the, the landscaping and dig it up in eight to 10 foot sections and then uh, put all the damp proofing on like Rich is saying and then also put in new drain tile and then put a water management system on that outside also. So that that way you give it a drainage plane, you give that water somewhere to go, and it goes into the drain tile, and and then you have it go to a pit, and then that pumps it outside. But to dig that up around the outside, you're going to spend three or four times as much as you are just going to try to manage the water on the inside by busting out the concrete floor, putting in the drain tile, put in the cove molding, plastic up on the wall, so that way any water that comes through the the con it hits the plastic and then drops down into the into the drainage in, into the drain tile. And then goes to the sump pump. You make it sound easy, but if somebody, let's say, has a finished basement, yep, you're going Correct. through, you know, tile or carpet or whatever is down there. Walls, yes. Oh, yeah. And that's easier 
that's still easier than digging up the outside and redoing all the landscaping. Yeah. yeah. Really? I mean, man, my house, my last house up there, we I dug up the whole exterior, but I had a raised ranch, so my foundation only went down four feet. Yeah. So I dug up the whole exterior and put a uh, dimpled membrane, waterproof membrane on that, all the way down to the footings with a new drain tile, gravel, everything, went under my footing and put in a new deeper sump pit. That's waterproof. No noise, no water's coming in. It's great. That's not practical in most people's cases. I didn't have landscaping. I didn't, you know what I mean? There was a lot of things that right. and you're only my going, way, and I'm only going down four feet. Right, instead of eight. So how but is if, it? Go ahead, Rich. No, I was going to say, so if you have a full basement, you have to do the water management system. If you have a finished basement, you can do it in areas, but all you're going to do is, well, you're wasting money, really. Yeah. So how so, did they mess up? Who? They, the, the, well, I don't know that they did mess up. I'm not. I don't think that they sold her waterproofing. I think, like Ron said, they sold her a water management system, and it's possible that if they got a finished area, they didn't do the whole thing. But the water's going to come in. <coughs> well, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing if I call, you know, and the only company I can think of offhand is U.S. Waterproofing. I call them or, and or Permaseal. Fix my mm-hmm. basement, and then it leaks. Well, it depends on what well, do you mean by leaks. Yeah, I mean if you're talking about an epoxy and a crack. And the crack leak, they'll come back and fix that again. Sure. If they're talking, you know, there's this we're saying in U.S. waterproofing and Permaseal are both great examples. It's not that they're wrong. It's just people have to understand what they're buying. You're not buying altogether a waterproofing system. You're buying a water management system. So now it, it, it's, it's a concrete foundation and it's got a crack in it. Now you can drill that out, inject epoxy or polyurethane an epoxy over it and seal that up. And that will stop the water from coming in through the foundation. You don't need to do the drain tile. Don't need to do all that stuff. Um, but if you have a block foundation or a brick foundation, uh, telephone tile, any other types of foundations, those have mortar joints and you cannot just inject epoxy into the crack because you're going to plug this hole and it's just going to start coming out over here. Well, I know they did the whole dig up the basement whole thing, put the whole thing in. So then if you have one of those other types of foundations, then you're going to dig it up, put the drain tile in, put the plastic up on the wall so that that way the water comes in, it hits the plastic and it drops down into the drain tile. And you're going to, you could do one wall, but that does, that's not going to stop any of the other walls from leaking. So, you know, I think, yeah. And you also probably have them check their downspouts. I guess I'd have to get more information. I yep. just know that she's like, I just had it done and... You know, I'm assuming it's leaking from where she had it done. I don't oh, know yeah. if she had all the way around, but it's like it happens. Well, sure. No, and again, that's the thing. You'd have to have more information as to what she purchased, what they said they were going to do. You know, and what so. they actually did, and and all that stuff. Yeah, and how they would handle that. So, I mean, it's a uh, it's a big job. It's oh no, it's a big job, and water will find a way in. That's it. It loves just you know to make yes. people wrong. <laughs> Yes. Water enjoys that. All right. Hey, we got tip of the week next. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Lisa and I built your room. But I don't like this clown. Uh, I wouldn't take it down if I were you. It's a load-bearing poster. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. 
We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And uh, the Klein Tool of the Month will be the NCVT-6 non-contact voltage tester. And it's got a laser measuring device within it. So if you want to get signed up for that, if you haven't done that yet, give Trixie a call at 877-711-5611. And she Mm -hmm. will get you signed up. All you got to do is give her your name and information. And at the end of the month, we're going to have a drawing for the uh, Klein Tool of the Month. That number again, 877-711-5611. And uh, you can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. Happens to be the same number, 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at mrfloor.com. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Go to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, just under your first and last name, your email address, click on Boom Done. Boom Done, just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Taken care of. All right. Cool. And are you ready there? Uh, okay. Here we go. I am. You, you, I know you're ready. If rumbling and cracking sounds are made by your water heater and there never seems to be enough hot water, stop by the water heater warehouse in Northbrook and talk with Bob. He has a full line of A.O. Smith professional line water heaters with pure, what What are these, Rich? They're what? Pure what? Pure magnesium anode rods. Because what? Because aluminum melts down and corrodes and messes up your water heater. They suck. They with, suck. With with Bob from Northbrook, everyone gets wholesale prices at the water heater warehouse in Northbrook. You tell him where your wa- where you live, what kind of water, if you're on well or you got city water. He's going to specially design that water heater for you so that you're getting the best uh, best use of that water heater. And it's right across the street from the Glenbrook North High School. So you can give Bob a call at 847-564-4448. And uh, let's see. And you may know that maybe your water heater's fine, but you want to clean it. There's also a product he has called Maggie Red. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. And Maggie Red comes in the new two-pound family size. It's all approved by all water heater manufacturers. And you can find it at Menard's. Or better All yet, 410 of them? 410 Menard stores. That's right, sir. The water heater, you can also find it at the water heater wa- warehouse in Northbrook. Stop by, give Bob a call, 847-564-4448. Again, that number, 847-564-4448. And uh, you can pick up the Maggie Rad at all. How, how many was, was that, Rich? At all, what? 410. Menard stores, right there. So... Uh, what do I got? Check. 60 seconds left to do the tip of the week? I, I, think, this? I, I mean, think so. really? How about it? <laughs> okay, Sparky. We're giving, right. we're giving Bob his money's worth there, I guess, huh? I guess. All <laughs> right, so improving air conditioner performance at your home and in your car. Because, you know, you guys are whining. It's getting warm and humid up it's there. It's hot outside. I'm not whining. Yeah. So, there's some simple things to do. Clean around the outdoor condensing unit. No. Yeah, that condenser out there needs airflow. It should have nothing within one yeah, to two feet of it. Yeah, I got to work on that. My sister's house, I got to pull all the weeds. Yes, you got to get the weeds off of it. Uh-huh, you can pie. spray some cleaners on there, like Simple Green or whatever. 
but if it really needs a deep clean, call a professional and they use the, you know, they have uh fin cleaner and all now that. I have to send her a it. text. Uh, yep. da, da, da. Vacuum your indoor vents and keep them unblocked. So if you have furniture, you know, your sofa's over in front of a register or over it, you yep. know, maybe you want to move the sofa away because right now you're just blocking the airflow. Keep curtains and blinds closed on sunny sides during the brightest part of the day. You know, you get rid of that solar load. So if you have draperies, they should have a white back on them. Uh, avoid using your dryer or your oven. So by using your clothes dryer, it's blowing air out, which means it's sucking in warm, moist air from outside. So try not to dry clothes during the day. Do it at night. Uh, make sure that, uh, you're, you know, don't use your oven if you can help it. Because your oven, you know, you got the air conditioning running, trying to cool down, and you got your oven running at 320, you know, 350, 425. Right. You're just adding unnecessary heat. And you're just boiling pasta. So that, you know. Putting all yes, that moisture it, right back in the air. Increase your thermostat. In other words, you know, it, your temperature differential usually at a best day is 15, 20 degrees. So if it's 90 outside, 70 be the best you can do. So, you know, don't be setting it at 65. Not going to happen. <laughs> it's nice. Insulate to any exposed duct work. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. Oh, what, my what? gosh. Rich is in a good mood. Yes. What's up? <laughs> well, you, you had your quack, hand up. Quack. Oh, um, I because just. I said duck. Somebody wrote down, uh, because of ComEd shortages and stuff like that in the city, they said it's recommended to keep your air at 78. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you don't want, you know, everybody Well, they don't to... want it, right. They don't want to over, overload is the warm. grid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. 78 is But warm. it's not the temperature, and that's the thing you learn. It's not temperature you're dealing with. It's humidity. So when it's not that you got 90 outside that's making you guys uncomfortable. It's the rise in the humidity and if you can get the humidity out of your house, it will feel cooler. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's and we do that down here. I mean, we don't keep our thermostat at 70 or whatever. It's, you know, like I said, I sleep with it at 75 during the day. It's usually like 80. Right. And but it's quite the, comfortable. But what's the humidity uh, level? Outside, well, inside is less than 50%. Yeah. Outside, today will be 92 with 70%. So to feel like 104. Uh-huh. And that's normal. <laughs> Still feels good. Well, That's the breeze off the you, normal for you, not us. Yeah, the breeze off the coast, off the off the Gulf is nice. So, all right, clean the drain line on your AC. So, oh, on your yeah. air handler or where your A coil is on your furnace, yep. you should have a little plastic drain line coming out. Make sure that that's clear. Um, <clears throat> if that backs up, there's usually a switch in there that'll you know sense that it's blocked and it'll shut your AC down and then you get an unnecessary call. Yes. So those are simple ones. How about your car? This is really good stuff. And these actually came. This that I made up. This I <laughs> plagiarized. No, no, no. Oh, this, okay. You know, this, give credit where credit's due. Sure. This that you I stole. Did. But this I stole off the internet, which I okay. actually liked it. This came from Consumer Reports. Okay. This is for your car. One, don't pre-cool. Your car air conditioning works much better when you're actually driving because the faster the engine runs, the faster the AC compressor runs, yep. which lets the system cool more effectively. At idle, it's barely working. Right. So pre-cooling does, it works, but it burns more fuel and doesn't work as well as it's you would think. Not as efficient. Right. So if the interior is really hot, then crank up the fan when you start driving. Just open the rear windows for 10 or 20 seconds, and that forces the hot air out of the cabin. Right. Good like that. Go low. Setting to the lowest temp and adjusting the fan makes the car air conditioning more efficient. 
This is an interesting one because it's it's true in a sense. When you set like my truck, I can't do this because I have climate control, right? Yeah. I set it at seventy seven degrees. Your car is designed to burn at like or is is set for the AC to blow at thirty eight degrees. Wow. So if I tell it that I want to have seventy seven degrees in the cabin of my truck, it has to bring in warm outside air to mix with that to get it to 77 degrees. Got it. Which I'm also bringing in humidity. Sure. So it's making it work harder. So if you have just the old manual air conditioning, just set that baby, crank it all the way down to low, and you're good to go. And then use your fan to adjust how much you're getting. Okay. Uh, Don't recirculate. Really? If you have passengers in the back seat, turn off the recirculation mode that takes air from the front of the cabin. Yeah, this takes air from the front of the cabinet, pulls it back through the system. So even though everyone up front stays cool, the air in the back can get stale and hot. If you got poopy diapers back there, you don't want recycling going on. Stop about poopy diapers. <laughs> Sorry. And guys. the last thing I'll mention is make sure your filter is clean. Yes. Your car cabin filter. Yeah, there you go. Because that restricts airflow. <laughs> There's your tip of the week. Stay Excellent. Cool. All right, this is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. 